welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and Don't Talk to Me Anymore, Miranda Mast. It was just Don't Talk Too Loud to Me. Oh, no, I wasn't even referring to the microphone. <laughs> just like every time I'm like, oh, let's go do this. You're like, all right, but do we have to talk to each other? And the other day I sat in your office. You're like, so you're going to sit there for like, is this your time off? Like, what's happening? I was just sharing that with the public. That you think I talk too much. It's been great. Work's been great. Last night I um I don't want to say so I've been sick, but I don't want to say sick. I like my allergies have been like killing me. Sure. It's very common right now. So I'm doubling down on allergy medicine. Uh-huh. Pollen so, counts high. So I'm doing uh Allegra, Claritin, and Flonase. Is that is that legal? Are I mean, you allowed to mix those? Well, TBD. So I I, I had to do something. So last night I would get home and I'm like, I'm like walking around. My head feels like it's going to explode. I'm like, I can't smell anything. <gasps> so I grabbed like a candle, scented candle. Can't smell it. I'm like, oh man, what smells like really bad? So I go into the cabinet and I grab garlic powder. Okay. Stick my face in it. Can't smell it. Matt, do you have COVID? Then I start. Oh, I don't know. Do I? That's what you do. You lose your smell when you have COVID. So then I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, let me have one of the kids' peanut butter crackers. So I ate a peanut butter cracker. It could have been anything. Cardboard. Cardboard. Couldn't taste it. I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, do I need to take a COVID test? Because that's like one of the main symptoms, right? Of can't course. Smell, can't yeah, taste. and it was like the early one. One of the early ones. But naturally... I didn't want it to be that. Mm-hmm. So I Googled. Other reasons one may lose their sense of smell. Is it a symptom of allergies? Yeah. And it is. Okay. But I do have COVID. Again. But I didn't think you could get it again if you have all three booster shots. Miranda doesn't think that's funny. I did test for COVID. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like really an honest conversation on the podcast right now. <laughs> funny. No, but I did take it, not because like you were just like what, you were like, whoa, this is a weird, strong symptom. I've never had this happen to me yeah, before, yeah, yeah. And, right. and that and that is the first thing I thought of because our hardwood floor guy was like, it was the craziest thing, like when to eat he explained and drink, it. And to yeah. not, yeah. And people have it for it, like that loss of smell can go on for like a long time after people have COVID. So that's what I. So I did not. I I did Google, is it a symptom of allergies? Knowing also it was a symptom of COVID. Uh huh. And then my follow-up Google search was, how long does it last? Mm-hmm. And it was like, it can, like, to your point, it said it can trail for like 14 days, 21 days, and some people for even longer. Wow. But I can taste and smell now. Oh, today? Today, yeah. Not well, as not as well as I'd like to, especially, you know, considering. But better than yesterday. But better than yesterday. So I don't know if I'm on the mend or what, mm-hmm. but this allergy thing needs to get straightened out. It may be related to the fact that it's another terrible day here in Connecticut and there's rain and I'm sure the pollen count is down. So when Jenny was at book club the other night, she said that you guys were nervous that maybe it's just like living in the temporary apartment space that has something to do with like the air. For sure. Yeah. And then Jesse recommended getting like air purifiers for like the rooms you're in all the time. So we have those. Oh. I don't know if we use them. Well, maybe put one on. Turn one on. Or are they like in the pod? Or get out of the apartment. The other other pod. Yeah. (laughs) The non-pod pod. <laughs> it's, it's like a container that holds Matt's entire life for an indefinite amount of time. I thought about uh, I thought about doing something like that, like getting to the HVAC system and having the ducts cleaned. And, mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a motivator to get the my new house done faster. 
So I'm using it to fuel my fire. Like, my loss of sense and smell is going to get me into my house faster. Physical torture. Yeah. Um, any fact checks from yesterday? Sure do. Okay. Um, you kept singing that silly banana song. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So I... Is that the one that's there ain't no holla back right. girl? Right. So it's All called right. Holla Back Girl. Okay. And it is just by Gwen Stefani. It's her like post no doubt years. Okay. Because I do know that song. I didn't know that that was part of it, but as I was like, kept because oh, I couldn't get out it of my mind all day. I was like, oh, I ain't no Hollaback girl. You're not. Uh, I can't believe we didn't come up with any other solo artists. No, you came up with like 10 solo artists. They're all from the same band. It's <laughs> all it's just the Beatles breaking up. I was like, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Um, Justin Timberlake. So I wrote him down. Yeah, uh, JT. I mean, he's so great, isn't he? Uh huh. Do you like, think he had a better career with NSYNC or by himself? Uh, Probably by himself. Favorite? Justin Timberlake song. Mm, the mirror one. Okay. When I look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. What about uh, our favorite in sync song? Um, bye bye bye. Yeah, that's good too. I used to um, drive myself crazy. Oh, you like the slow one? You. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's how I'm a ballad guy. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, and then um, just Stevie Nicks went out on her own. Did she record any out? Al- yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. I was thinking she record any albums because she, she's done a bunch of duets like Leather and Lace with uh, Don Henley. Mm. How good is that song? Good one. When I think I saw you when you looked into my house. People's favorite when you like do a little bit of weird singing. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> okay, and then we were talking about the hardest language to learn. Yeah, I guessed Korean and I said that American English is top five. Uh-huh. So... It's Mandarin. So I almost said Mandarin, and then I said Korean. Darn it. And then they just say that it's, like, extremely difficult for people whose native language uses, uses like, a Latin writing system. And Mandarin is not phonetic, so you don't... Hold on. It's not... It's hardest for people whose languages written aren't based in Latin? Right. So, so like, is this the hardest language to learn written or... Speaking. They, so it's it's pretty well known as both. Okay. Because it's not phonetic. So like when we learned our language, we learned the ABCs and what sounds they make, and then we could create words with them. Yeah. And theirs isn't like that. Like each word has its own symbol. So you literally just have to be like memorizing each word. You're not like sounding out words like we do. Got it. So yeah, it's a that whole would be different difficult. like kind of. I can of. see that. And to teach it, like, you know, to children, it's not like you're giving them this like basis, like where you're like, okay, once you know this, you can kind of figure out this. It's like you just have to learn it. Yeah. Like, so, so one of our clients can speak Italian, so he can sort of understand Portuguese, can sort of understand Italian. Mm-hmm. None of that is true for Mandarin. Right. And then it's also, I mean, uh, a com- like the symbols are completely different than like what we see, like in our ABCs. So you, it's like learning an entire written language as well. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't Mandarin or Chinese look like Japanese? Yeah, I'm just saying it, it's like it's hard for that reason too. Where if you're learning Italian, like you already know ABC, the letters. ABC, got it. Yeah. yeah, good point. So those are my fact checks. Oh, great fact checks. I only have one outside of uh, oh Justin Timberlake. I also said Phil Collins. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was in Genesis. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten that. Um, their famous song was a uh, hot sun beating down, burning my feet. <laughs> it's a good you know song. Yeah. And I also I want to say the other members of that band are Peter Cetera and Peter Gabriel. In Genesis? Yeah. Well then Peter Gabriel went out on his own too. So did John Cetera. He did uh I am the man who will fight. 
for your honor. Oh no, but he might have been uh he may have been in Chicago. Well, this doesn't matter, Miranda. Okay. What do you say we move on? Moving on. I had a couple of closings this week in real estate. And actually I have another one, fingers crossed, tomorrow. And it dawned on me that I, I we talk about construction a lot on this podcast. Uh-huh. Because I feel our day-to-day trench work is definitely more construction related. I think, I don't know, I think you are doing simultaneous real estate the whole time. I just think my involvement tends to be more in the construction part of it. Oh, that's fair. And yeah. therefore, when we, right. stuff that we talk about, in naturally common. it's going to be more about construction. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I Nevertheless, I started to, so I, t- I would text it with my clients that, you know, like, congratulations and blah, 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 because I just, that's the way I communicate with them. It's easier than like writing a letter or even calling them on the phone. Sure. It's just, just the way I roll. And I started to second guess my, I wrote down the word vibe, but like my style when it comes to real estate. Now we talk a lot about fashion as a whole here on this pod. And my attire, so the gentleman that I bought my house from, Jenny and I bought our house from, has been in real estate for a long time. And he wears a suit and tie every single day. So you're talking about the realtor that you bought the house from? Correct. Okay. Wears a suit and tie every day. And he looks great. And it's professional and it and it all all included works well for his style. Matt Nolan, the realtor. Now that was me, the client. Matt Nolan, the realtor, would never wear a tie. And I've even been to listing appointments for expensive pieces of properties where it's like, hey, I want you to hire me to sell your house. Okay. And I still don't wear a tie. Mm-hmm. I'll wear like khakis and a sweater, but I still put on sneakers. Okay. And I started to second guess that last night for whatever reason. Am I missing am I missing out on a piece of business, let's say the fifty and over crowd, mm-hmm. because of what may be perceived as a casual casual approach to the industry. Because you're like presenting yourself in a certain way. Yeah. And I don't I mean I I guess they may call it immature, right? That that might be a word one would describe based on my choices of clothing. Okay. However, I think I I think I'm okay with that. And I'm wondering now that, you know, we had talked about putting some put like the closings on Instagram and I I was thinking about like I wonder if I should really like press down on that more. Like this is the new way to do real estate. Like this is the new, like not Matt Nolan is the new face of real estate, but this approach to real estate, like maybe it's better. It takes the formality out of it. It's like more approachable. Yeah. It's more casual, uh, more inclusive. It's like buying property or making these transactions doesn't have to be like scary. It's not like some secret world that yeah. you like no one belongs in. Right. So I, I thought about, is that something that is worth promoting rather than changing? Promoting your real estate style? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. Like, um, by like doing like a commercial. <laughs> yeah. And like, you would like, you would explain it or it would like speak for itself. I'm Matt Nolan like, and I wear sneakers. So work with me. 
I, I think just showing, demonstrating that, just demonstrating that you can, that I can, that people, I'm not the only one who does it, right? That, like, this is the new, this is the new norm. Mm-hmm. And your, your realtor, real estate professionals, acumen, experience, and competence looks different now than it did 20 years ago. Uh So mom and dad, I know you want to sell your house. And just because this person's been in business for 40 years and they wear a tie, I really think you should talk to this guy. Uh And so rather than, rather than being self-conscious about it, maybe I should be self-promoting about it and say, this, this is it. I know real estate inside and out. Right. So like when you did like a real estate postcard and we did like a mailing. Yep. And you were wearing like a white button down shirt and a and like a navy blazer. Yep. You like weren't being your true self. So I did wear that to the open house. But yeah. I Oh well then you I mean, yeah. I think I think it just like <laughs> speaks for itself. And you have like a successful career in real estate. So right. like everything's going fine. Well, but yeah, but we don't have a commercial. <laughs> so what the, what came Is to this mind like actually what's happening? When right I was now? having this internal dialogue last night, I was like, I wonder if I should set a camera up in my office and do like a daily. So do you know who Barbara Corcoran is? You know what Shark Tank is? Yeah. Okay. So I, I do know who Barbara Corcoran is. All right. So Barbara is. Corcoran like was a nobody. And what the way she became famous and successful is she started like a, a like a newsletter. It was like a real estate update. And uh-huh. she would say like these houses transacted and, and this is the trend of the real estate. And she wasn't anybody to give that information, but she wasn't anybody to not give that information. She was like doing the research and figuring it out right. and then like, Presenting it in like a way that people like to read. So there's a lot of people I would say of my caliber sounds pompous, but just let's of my elk, ilk is it ilk or elk? I l k e l k or i l k. I think it's ilk that have a lot of information that people would find valuable that are considering buying or selling real estate. But they're not giving it to them unless they either call them, email them, or or however they come across these people. They're and, friends with you. Right. So why couldn't I be somebody that puts it out there to more people and deliver in a way that's more fun? Like doing a f- commercial. Commercial is the wrong word. And you're looking at me like I'm crazy. But I'm saying like it could be like an Instagram post that where it's like, here's, a, you know, New Haven Real Estate. Like this past week, these three things have traded they're going for a 250000 a unit. It's been the trend for the last six months that the units are going up. It's my opinion that by the time they hit 300000 with the way interest rates are, it's going to go back down. But I will tell you right now, it's not going to go below what it is today. Mm. So don't be afraid to buy at this price today because it's not going to go any lower. It might go up, but it's not going to go any lower. So if you're considering buying, still considering buying because the only thing that's going up for the next nine months is the interest rate. I mean, so you want to do like, Instagram story pro tips. Yeah. Instagram story pro tips in t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers. But like nice t-shirt, nice jeans, really great sneakers. <laughs> what do you think? So um, the way people are going to be seeing your sneakers is because you're going to be like at your my desk feet with your my feet up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking a seltzer and smoking a vape. All right. Uh, sounds good. All I'll right. add it to my, I guess, real to-do list. Yeah, it's a real to-do list. <laughs> I think that that needs to happen. He didn't know if it had been hours, days, or even weeks. As Oliver stared at the gray walls inside the dark house, everything felt still. Everything was quiet. 
almost as if he had just woken up but hadn't fallen asleep. The spring in Newport usually brought so much life to the deserted winter town, but ever since the power went out, there hasn't been anything. He can hardly remember being around anyone. The kitchen was empty and dirty. He hadn't bothered to clean since it happened. He could picture his mother at the stove, apron and whisk, and his dad at the table with the paper. But they're gone now, too. He hated himself for what he had done. He never would have come back if he had known. He moved slowly and silently into the basement where he'd left them. He stood over them and thought of what he should do next, maybe in the yard next to Otis. But he was afraid of the sun, being outside, and what he might do next. That's my Mad Lib. Oh my God, that's your story? Yeah. (laughs) I gave you all the things. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I thought you were reading me like an old, like, no, you gave me a bunch of names and words. I I, I, I gave you a choice. But I I forgot. What'd you think? It's really good. It's like scary in like a dark way. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Do you remember? Yes, you gave me the words Oliver, Otis, Whisk, Spring, Newport. The, I got them all. The the whole time you were reading, I I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I, I like forgot it was the Mad Lib. How about that? That it works was, out. It was so good that I thought it was like a a real story piece of literature. Do you remember the? Um, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark was the show on Nickelodeon, right? But yes. There was like, there it was like started the, like around the campfire. Yeah, it was really good. Those uh-huh. things were dope. But there's also a book called like Ghost Stories or something. Goosebumps. No, it wasn't like a novel. It was like short stories. Like horror stories for kids. Uh huh. It was like kind of like a white cover. It's like an oxymoron, with a, yeah, no, isn't I know it? it? Short horror stories for yeah. kids. Or it was like stories to tell in the dark or something. Yeah, that might be right. You yeah. might be right. Yeah, we should get that out, and you can choose between karaoke or reading one of those stories aloud. I've already chosen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, uh, I'm going to start publishing our pods like the ones we've bankrolled, like one after the other. The reason being is at the end of last month, I said, we're only going to do this for another month and then see if we've gained any traction. And I don't know how to find that out, but I can't like make you do this forever. So it's possible (laughs) that at the end of this month, if I don't get some divine inspiration or some outside communal encouragement, I'd like, I'd at least like to have them all out there. So right. They're just like in your little library Forever. Because, right, if they're just sitting on your computer, we'll really never be able to access them. Yeah, and you and your kids and your grandkids won't be able to listen to them. It's true. So I'll put them out there, and we should by, I'd say by the end of next week, be current. Do you feel like because we do, like, the fact-checking and the max baz, and there's a lot of reference to the previous pod, that, like, it's a little, like, chaotic so when they're like just out there in like a non-sequential order, but they're they are sequ- sequential now. Oh. There's like there's an exception here or there, but for the most part, certainly the last few have been sequential. But so the next one to post is is an abortion pod, but I'm gonna not post the original abortion pod and post the, the follow up abortion pod. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mean our facts don't they don't matter anyway. It's true. It's not like oh man, I can't believe I didn't know the difference between meter and foot nobody gives a shit 
Look it up yourself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Google www. And on that note, see you next time. See you next time.